Hey, hey, you're listening to Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn online marketing, some mindset hacks, and fuel your entrepreneur's soul so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own business, even if you're just starting out or if you've been in business for a while. I'm Sharon Koenig, an online business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years, and my goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals, your dreams, and create the financial freedom through online entrepreneurship, plus hear interviews from special guests who share their own tips, strategies, and advice on how to break through to success. As a special gift for my listeners, yep, that's you, grab your complimentary strategy session to help get your online business visible on the map so that you can make the kind of money you want in your business. Without further ado, let's get started with today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Fearless Pursuits Podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. You are in store for a great message. Today, I want to share with you about why you may not be succeeding in your life or business. I was inspired by a quote I saw recently and thought it was so fitting to this message. And you know if you've been listening to my podcast for any length of time or you know me from my messaging online, I am all about the mind. So this quote I thought was really interesting. She remembered who she was and the game changed. This is by Leela Delia, and it's so important when you really think about this with yourself and how you go about your life. We realize that our mind is so incredibly powerful, and it can either stop you or it can help you along and help you to achieve your goals. So when we think about our self-image, Sometimes our self-image, if we really want to be honest, isn't exactly who we really need to be in order to achieve those goals. Here's the crux of the matter. It's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you aren't. And that's really huge. Now, there are many components to being human, right? We're kind of complicated. The driver is our mind and the engine is our heart. Our feelings are there and there's just no denying this. But what happens when the image you have in your mind about yourself doesn't quite match up to your goals? Well, typically it's lack of success. And we can really just judge ourselves and get down on ourselves when we don't reach our goals. And there's a lot of components that go into this. But I'm going to give you some examples of how this is actually working. So you think of a person who wants to create a big empire. They want to be a millionaire. They want to build a millionaire empire. 
And in their mind, they see themselves as someone who can't be visible online. They see themselves who can't really do all of the work. So the image of themselves is not of the same type of person who needs to build a six-figure empire, a million-dollar empire. These are two different people. So in order to achieve that goal, there are certain things that this person has to do. Obviously, there are strategies this person has to, to do. But more importantly, there's a self-image that this person needs to change in order to become that person who creates this six-figure empire or the million-dollar empire. And certainly, we can't just jump from earning 5K in our business to a million dollars. It doesn't work that way. There's a lot more that's going on. And I want to give you some other examples. And, and this is something that is really interesting when we think of ourselves as children. Think of yourself when you were back in school. Did you think that you were a good student? Maybe you were good in math or maybe you weren't. Or maybe think of somebody else who was a student in your class and maybe they weren't really good at math or something. So here's what happens. We tend to decide on something when we don't see proof of something. That's the reticular activating system. So we think that we're going to do this math problem or whatever it happens to be as a child, and then we don't get it right the first time or even the second time. So the reticular activating system is matching everything up. And then all of a sudden, you are deciding that you are not smart. You are deciding that math is too difficult for you. So this is a really simple explanation of how this is working, but you can think about this in many aspects of your life. So working with clients, I hear all the time, online business is hard, marketing is hard, I don't like marketing. So these are decisions that this person is making. I don't have the time for this. This takes too long. So what this does essentially is your reticular activating system is finding proof for how this is always right. So we need to create a new self-image, the image of ourselves who doesn't think about those things in that way. So in this podcast, I'm actually going to share with you a process that you can take and apply to anything in your life. So we realize that in order for us to succeed in a lot of different aspects of our life, so this could be any sphere of our life. We have to become someone else, somebody maybe who is far superior in some ways than who we are in this moment. So for example, if you wanted to lose weight, you realize that maybe you've tried to lose weight in the past. So your reticular activating system is matching everything up in your world and says, I can't lose weight. I've tried everything. So this is your identity. This is your self-image of who you are. You are a person maybe who is wearing a few extra pounds. You don't really like this, but you are accepting this because you have tried everything. This is your self-image. I am a person who cannot lose weight. I have tried everything. But deep down, you are a person who still wants to. So you are telling the world, this is who I am, and you have to find a way to love yourself. So now you're speaking about self-love. And this is how we do 
to accept ourselves and to love ourselves in our best way because this is ultimately a, a, a survival mechanism that we have in our mind. We must love ourselves. So this is what we do. We find acceptance in a lot of ways. So this is also true in a lot of other aspects. So we can choose any sphere of our life. We can choose relationships. If you have a bad relationship with someone, you can decide that you're not lovable. Maybe your marriage failed. So I can speak to this because this is what happened with me for a time. I decided in my mind I wasn't lovable. So I owned everything, well, at least a good part of the relationship in saying that Apparently, I wasn't pretty. I wasn't worth it. Uh, there's something, uh, a flaw within me, and I am not lovable. And this was something that I brought out into the dating world, for example. And so I wasn't necessarily attracting people to me or attracting high-quality dates or high-quality relationships. And it's because of my self-image. I was a person who was not lovable. Therefore, I was, I was getting uh, lots of other types of men who were attracted to me who weren't looking for a deeper relationship, which deep down I really wanted. So just like my previous example, of the person who wanted to lose weight, uh, she deep down does want to lose weight, but she's accepting the reality that she sees, that she's matched up in her physical world, that she is a person who cannot lose weight. So sometimes we have these bad relationships and we make a decision, I am a person who cannot be in a relationship. Uh, relationships don't work for me. I am not good at relationships. I am a person who is not good at relationships. So you see, these are decisions that we make about ourselves. So when it comes down to business, then, you know, this can really cause our entire world to crumble around us. And why is this so? Well, the fact of the matter is, is we got to pay our rent. We got to keep the utilities on. We got to get groceries. And, you know, you've got a desire in your mind that you want a business. You want a thriving business. And you want to do everything that you can to create income for that business. So clearly, it's your goal to be that person who has a thriving business. So this is your goal. And you need to be able to do certain things with regards to certain processes and certain strategies. Uh, maybe you have to handle money really well in your business. You have to handle sales in your business. And you also have to handle marketing in your business. You may even have to learn how to pull a team together so that ultimately you can free up more of your time. So. This is an individual who needs to do many different things. We are juggling a lot of different balls in the air. And if we drop any one of them, then it can all go crumbling around us. So we need to create the identity of a business person who is able to accomplish all of those things. And sometimes we have a belief about ourselves that maybe we are not good at sales. We have a belief about ourselves that says, I don't like marketing. And you may not like marketing, but now think about where that's coming from. That's a thought that's caused by maybe an experience that you had. And we realize 
that your heart has 5,000 times more energy than your brain does. So the thought is one thing. It's literally creating the reality around you because of the feelings that you have. When you are feeling like you don't like marketing, Tell me, how good at marketing are you going to be? And I can tell you by the people that I work with, you're not going to be very good at it. And that's why I really help people with their marketing, their visibility, and their mindset. Because you see, it all goes hand in hand. If you believe that you are not good at sales, you say, I am a person who sucks at sales and this is your identity this is who you believe you are and likewise if you believe you are really good at sales then you're going to do really well so you can see how we could actually be holding ourselves back remember what I said before it's not who you are that holds you back it's who you think you aren't so if you think that you know you're not good at sales I am not good at sales then you know that is is your identity so what we need to do is we need to shift our identity to be that person who creates a thriving business so let's start talking about exactly how you can do this so that you can create anything in your personal life or in your business what we want to do is we want to be able to help you apply the process that I'm going to teach you here in this podcast to anything in your life. Once you get this, then this is something that is going to help you achieve massive success and have a breakthrough. So let's get started on this process. So the very first thing that we want to focus in on is your dream. So it is a goal. So essentially, when we talk about dream, it seems sort of airy-fairy, right? And it seems like something that is sort of not real. And it's not. Ultimately, it's not real yet. So when we want to make it real, we need to talk about it like it's a goal. And there are lots of goal-setting things that we can talk through in this process that go through everything as if it's connected. So the first thing we have is we say, I want to be a six-figure earner. Let's just say that that is your goal, right? So your dream, your goal, whatever you want to call it. So remember, we're talking about your self-image here. So you can do a thought dump and really determine how you feel about that. What sorts of thoughts are you having when you say, I want to be a six-figure earner? Now, let's ask yourself, how do I feel if I say I want to build a million, million dollar empire? So let's be real. So oftentimes what happens is we say to ourselves, oh, that's pretty big. That's scary. I'm not sure if I can do that. See, you have some doubt around that. And so for some people who are just starting a business who have never had a business, for them to think about a million-dollar empire may be exciting, but it's not something that they can really see in their mind's eye. And even the same person thinking about a six-figure empire is a bit too much for them. So they might think about, well, maybe I can make... Uh, 
five figures, right? This is something that is conceivable. So we want to go through our mind to see what's a little bit more comfortable for us to create goals. And yes, you should have big goals alongside of your small goals. Literally, what we are talking about here is having goals for different phases of your life. You as a new entrepreneur can have a goal of 5k months, right? Let's start there. And at the same time create another goal that says I am going to be a six-figure earner and at the same time say I am building a million dollar empire. So you can have all of those goals, right? But we're going to work through the goals at different phases, right? And immediately it is the one where we are able to see something that is a little bit easier for us to achieve. And then the next thing is we have to ask ourselves if we are able. So this is step number two. So step number one is getting that goal, having various phases of your goal. But step two is asking ourselves if we are able. So when we're talking about a person who, a brand new person who's starting in their business and they are asked the question if they can see themselves as building a, a million dollar empire, they might say, no, that's not possible for me. Or I don't know, right? The, the answer could be I don't know. And the reason why they don't know is because they've not really worked through that thought process. It's something that is a little bit uneasy. But backing it off now to the six-figure earner, now that still might be a bit too big for that person depending on their self-image. So we could be talking about someone maybe who has never achieved any financial success on their own. They've been an employee. They've been maybe even a minimum wage employee and they can't even fathom creating six figures in their business, right? So again, this is what we're saying is I don't believe I can. I am not able to. I don't have a high, uh, I don't have, I don't believe I can do that right now. Maybe someday in the future, but you see it's not inevitable for them. So there's different phases of belief here. But could they make maybe 5K a month or even just $1,000 a month? So we have to go through this belief system within our mind to see what we're more comfortable with and then just keep moving up the stages with our goals. But ask yourself if you are able to do it. So when you say, no, I cannot create a million dollar empire. I've never even made a thousand dollars in my business. I'm brand new. So then what we want to do in this case is we want to look around. We want to look to see who has created a million dollar empire. And let's look to see what their capabilities are. Are they any more special than you, for example? And oftentimes, those people are no more special than you. Maybe they don't have any more skill than you. Maybe you need to learn a little bit more skill, and then you can achieve that. So we start looking around at lots of people, and I can think of Kinko's, for example. You know, he, he really didn't have a lot of education. It was just an idea, and he put the 
everything together. He was very resourceful. Ultimately, that was really his zone of genius is he was able to pull things together. And now, you know, Kinko's is a really big business. So we can think of lots of different stories just like that. Uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken is another one where he was really resourceful. But more than that, he just didn't take no for an answer. And he just built his business off of selling one recipe at a time. So ultimately what we want to do is we want to look around at who's doing what we want to do and see if it's possible. If they can do it, then you can do it. And my example earlier as someone who's losing weight, same thing. Have there been people that have lost 50 or 100 pounds? Yes, there are. If they can do it, you can do it. So this is what we want to do in any sphere of our life. We want to take a look at if there's been anybody else who has achieved what it is we want to achieve. So this way, what it does is it shows us what is possible. And we can move through the different stages of belief. When we can start to move into, oh, this is inevitable, then we can start seeing things happening for us. But we need to create the identity of that person who achieves that first. So that identity is exactly what we're doing today. So you have to say, are you able to do it? So yes, someone else has done this. They are no more special than you you are able to do it. There is a possibility. Is it inevitable or is it just possible? We can move you through that phase over time once you go through this entire process. So the next thing, step number three, that you need to do is to ask yourself if you are willing to do this process, not this process that I'm walking you through today, but the process of actually building your as an example, million dollar empire, right? This is just our example for today. Or for you, if you need to lose weight, 50 pounds or whatever it is, are you willing to do it? So then what we need to do is we need a, a fact-finding mission. We have to find out what's involved with it. So we don't know everything that's involved with building a million dollar empire because you know we don't maybe necessarily know any millionaires that can talk to us and tell us what's involved with that so we want to create small steps we're going to go to the five figure we're going to go to the six figure we're going to learn as much as we can so that we can get there and repeat the process so we just have to say are we willing to do it and maybe you want this goal like you want to breathe Maybe it's something that has been a goal of yours for many, many years. And you are absolutely on board. This is something I want to do. I am 100% willing to do what it takes. So this brings us to step number four. Now, you are able to do this and you have some belief around this. You are willing to do the work and you will you will have great standards to step up to and say you will do this right and it's not willpower that we're talking about here but just saying that you are willing to do it because we're not going to use willpower to help you achieve your goals here because we know that willpower is not what works for us so what the next step here is step number four visualizing 
So again, we are using our mind. Now, I want you to start thinking of your mind like it's a computer. So we realize that our mind is a machine. And there's been lots of studies around this for over 100 years. We realize that just like the example that I was giving to you earlier with the the student that nearly a hundred percent of the time when a student says they are not good at something a particular subject or that they are dumb that it is a hundred percent of the time it is their self-image it is who they believe that they are not I am not smart I cannot do that so it is their self-image so we have to be very careful that we are using our mind, the computer that we were born with, to use as a tool to help us. Now we realize through lots of studies, as I said before, these are studies that have been going on for a very, very long time, that visualizing is a tool that can be used quite easily. And we realize that Olympic athletes are using this tool and creating some amazing results. They are taking the process of visualization and the physical act of practicing their sport and putting them together. They are achieving some amazing things, literally records. So this is something where we've seen studies on this. They did a study on uh, a group of people, I believe there were three groups that were supposed to be shooting basketballs. So for 30 days, one group was supposed to forget everything they learned about shooting baskets. And group number two was just supposed to visualize themselves shooting the baskets, while group number three was supposed to go out and shoot the baskets. So in 30 days, they met back up. And no surprise, group number one, who was just supposed to basically do nothing, did not really improve their skill in shooting baskets. I believe it was somewhere around 29%. While group number two, who was visualizing, they actually increased it by almost 70%. And the same was true with group number three, who was also supposed to be shooting baskets. So when we put those two together, the visualization and the physical act together, we are literally creating a reality that our subconscious mind cannot debate. It cannot dispute it because, you see, the subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is visualized in our mind and what we are physically doing. It really does not know the difference. You can fool your mind. And something else that is really interesting, when we think about these children, for example, that believe that they are bad students, those children who believe they are stupid, they have brainwashed themselves. So, this is what we know as a fact. You know, throughout our lives as humans, we have all been brainwashed on some level or another. When someone says something to you over and over again, or you say something, you repeat a message over and over in your mind, you are brainwashing yourself. So you can think back to the times when you said, oh, I, I'm so stupid, right? And so maybe your self-image of yourself is not one of someone who is very smart. If you are interested in this goal of 
building a million dollar empire, then maybe your self-image says, I'm not smart. I am not smart enough to do this. This is my belief about myself. So we have to understand that maybe we have brainwashed ourselves and we need to unbrainwash ourselves. And yes, that is possible. So unbrainwashing yourself is a process of relaxing because this is when we know when we have actually brainwashed ourselves is when we were in a relaxed state and we were talking to ourselves. So the visualization is something that can help you to do just that. We are using our mind, the the computer we were born with, to actually visualize. So if you had decided that you were going to be a millionaire, you literally could see yourself doing that, being that millionaire, experiencing that, feeling it as if it was already happening. This is really important for us if we're trying to achieve that level of success and if we are trying to transform our self-image. So visualization is something that you want to practice early in the morning while you're in maybe a groggy state, you literally just woke up, or if you are going to bed at night, because this is something that's going to be on your mind right before you go to sleep and go into REM. And so this is something where your subconscious mind is working 24-7. So your subconscious mind will pick up on this, and you'll be working on it at sleep. And so we realize that Practicing this is going to take time. This is something that you would have to do for 21 days, which is what has been studied as the amount of time to create a new habit. And this is a habit of your mind that we're talking about. And it can go as long as 30 days or 60 days if you are of that mindset of trying to create that breakthrough to success and, and various levels of success. So the very next thing that you want to do, now we're talking about step number five, and that is writing. So we realize as humans, we have a learning style. Some of us learn better by doing. Some of us learn better by seeing. Some of us learn better by hearing. So the thing is, is that as humans, we have all of these learning styles in each of us, unless we're blind or we're deaf, for example. But a normal person with sight and hearing, they indeed can learn by doing, by seeing, and by hearing. Right? So we're talking kinesthetic, audio, and visual. We have all of those in our in our our mind. We do tend to favor one learning style over another. So this is why we're working on the visualization. This is why we're working within our mind and our thoughts and working on writing. So we were talking originally about our dream being a goal and creating it into a goal because when we we say this is a dream of mine, if you never do anything with this dream as in visualizing it, writing it down, or talking about it, then that's where it will stay. It will always stay as a dream. So in step number five here, we are actually creating this dream and turning it into a real goal. So there are a couple of ways you can do this. One way is to create a goal book. Now this is something that I have tried and it did not work for me as well. Um, 
you want to have a steno pad or maybe a journal or something like that, you literally can script your goals out as if they were happening with feeling words. I am so happy and grateful that I have this thing that I want. Um, certainly, you just write your goals down and you want to read them every morning and every night. Now, one of the things that really trips people up here is not reading them in the middle of the day, not carrying these with them. Now, for me, the goal book didn't work because I have a tendency to grab my my goal book and just write ideas in it. And so then I was flipping through it and then my goal book just turned into like a to-do list, it turned into my brainstorming book and it just it really didn't work. But the one thing that works really well with people are you using index cards. These are three by five index cards. What you can do is cut them in half. So now each of, each of them are the size of a sticky note. And what you want to do is you want to write down your goals. So remember we were talking in the beginning about having various levels to get to your million dollar empire. So first you're going to write down, I want to make a thousand dollars in my business. That is, if you're the person who's brand new and you've never made any money. Um, the next one that you're going to write down is, I want to make 5K a month in my business. And the next one is six figures in my business. The next one could be half a million dollars. The next one is a million dollars. So you're going to have these written down. Certainly, again, this can work nicely with any sphere of your life. If you want to lose weight, right? You can have relationships on there. You can have finances on there. You can have your career on there and your goals. So you are writing out your goals on these small little cards and you are going to look at them and read them out loud. This is the part about the audio. Remember we were talking learning styles here. So you have written them down. This is kinesthetic. You are now reading them. You are talking and saying them out loud. So you are hearing them. Right? So you've got all of your learning senses right there with this. So this is something that is really going to help you if you can follow this process of looking at your goals first thing in the morning, the middle part of the day, later on at night. Now keep these cards with you everywhere. Keep them in your purse. Look at them when you're on break at work. And look at them any chance that you get, just any of them. And then again at night. And of course we've got the visualization aspect to it as well. So you can see that what you are doing is literally immersing your mind into your goals and you're creating a new reality over time and what we're doing is we're creating a new us so then what happens now is your thought goes into uh, overload so this is where the reticular activating system comes in and starts looking for proof whether or not this is real. It starts to match up. So if you, again, say that you want to build the, the millionaire empire and you don't see that happening because maybe you're not getting clients or whatever the case may be, what you start to do is compare. So this is literally step five because it happens with everybody and it can't be avoided because you're human and your mind is always working. Step five is where you are comparing your results with the work that you're doing. Let's say that you were 
working in your business and your marketing and you're not seeing the clients come to you. So you're comparing your results with uh, what is showing up physically in your world and you're saying this doesn't work. So you've got to be really careful with this because this is where you're creating a new belief. Now this work is not disputable. You can say this does not work. I have tried these things. It does not work. The fact of the matter is, is you just didn't believe. So we know looking at people who have um, personality disorders, like multiple personality disorders, and I'm going to share some stories with you, um, maybe not stories necessarily, but examples. We know that people that have multiple uh, personality disorder literally can change their body. Here's one example. Um, a woman had five personalities and she had no control over when her personalities were going to uh, take over and she was shopping with her family and she was wearing her glasses when one of her personalities took over who happened to be a nine-year-old little girl with perfect 20-20 vision and she told her well, it was her husband, uh, but the nine-year-old personality told the man uh, to take off the glasses so she could see better and she could read the boxes of cereal so she could choose her cereal. So that's why it's absolutely critical for you to know what the image that you see in your mind's eye is of you. If you see yourself as someone who's not very smart, you see yourself as someone who can't achieve a whole lot of greatness, then it's definitely going to be a problem down the road when you want to achieve more success in your personal life or in your business and that is the last thing that I want you to do because ultimately we want you to be able to have a breakthrough to success so it all starts with the self-image and you're going to work through these steps that I have given you and then you can create a new belief and a new self-image so I want to leave you today with another quote I think that is really fitting. And this is by Samuel Johnson. Self-confidence is the first requisite to great undertakings. And we realize that this again is our self-image, isn't it, right? This is what we've been talking about this whole time. The confidence level, what you believe about yourself, who you believe you are is the self-image that you have to decide is going to be that person who's going to create those things, the goals that you want. So I am so excited that you got to listen to this podcast. Thanks so much for listening to this powerful episode. See you next week for another fearless episode. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content and now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly and also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.